Hi, I'm Steve Mokler, and you're listening to the RCM Podcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Remember Country Music Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Kyle Corbels. And just after I got finished saying that sentence, I thought about it. And did I actually enunciate the words Remember Country Music just now? Probably not. But you know what? We're going to roll with it. Uh, everybody, I'm excited. I'm super hyped. Uh, today, I get to uh, welcome in Steve Mokler. Um, I've been listening to Steve for a really long time and uh, super excited to have uh, you know have him hanging out with me today. Got to see him a few weeks back and uh, in New York City, and I'm just super hyped. So, Steve, thanks for coming to hang out with me. I'm excited. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Of course, dude. So, why don't we start um, kind of in the beginning, right? Because Yeah. I kind of want to look at just a little bit of a backstory about you for, for those of you that are now listening that maybe don't know Steve. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, you know, you were born in New Jersey, which is kind of a cool thing. And, and you, know, yeah. you, grew, you grew up in the Pittsburgh area and I have family that lives in Pittsburgh. And it's so, like, it's kind of cool because, because yeah. like all these pads lead you to this one place in Nashville where you write songs and make your own music. So, so kind of how mm-hmm. did you get to where you are now? Wow. Well, I mean, I guess so. I, you know, like as you said, yeah, I grew up. I was born in New Jersey. Still got a ton of family there, uh, and I moved to the Pittsburgh area when I was about four years old, and that's really where I spent my childhood until uh, I graduated high school and you know formed my first bands there. I started uh, playing guitar when I was fourteen and um, immediately started writing songs. That was just my first instinct. As I learned guitar chords, I was writing songs. Which, looking back, I guess isn't what every kid does when they pick up a guitar. <laughs> But it felt I did. That was just I didn't even think about it. That was just right. what I did. Um, so you know, as so I so I had bands in high school and even middle school, and we performed our own original stuff and had a little outlet for that. There was actually kind of a in my high school. It's called Bethel Park High School, and uh, you know there actually was kind of a music scene. Like when I talk to a lot of people I meet in Nashville, like they, a lot of them say like they were the only person that even you know sang or or did any type of music, but there was a kind of a little like band scene in my high school. Yeah. So we would go play shows at, you know, the fire halls and VFWs and community centers and, and stuff. And, you know, when I I was a freshman, there was a band that was in the senior year that I looked up to. I thought they were absolute rock stars. Just that's cool. uh, So I kind of, I was in a looking back kind of in a cool um, environment that kind of made music not feel like such a crazy thing to do. Um. But yeah, when I, you know, once I, you know, got was 18, we were graduating and my high school band was breaking up. Everybody, you know, those guys are going to college and figuring out what they're going to do. And I was, I was pretty set on, on music. Um, so I, um, I did get offered an independent record deal um, that I ended up turning down and moved to Nashville. And I, I, I kind of, again, kind of getting that independent record deal kind of gave me and my parents a little extra affirmation of like, Hey, this is a road kind of affirmed what I wanted to do, you know? Um, so going, coming to Nashville, I went to Belmont university for a couple of years and that was kind of my way of, of saying, okay, I'm going to go to college, but I'm, I'm really going hard after this music thing. And that was when my, my mom's deal was, because I almost didn't go to college in the first place. And she said, I want you to go to school for two years. And then I'll support you in whatever you want to do. She's like, I just don't want you to miss on this opportunity and this moment in your life. And honestly, that was such great, um, I'd say his advice, but that was really just her commission to me 
And it was, it was one of the best decisions I ever made coming in, coming to Nashville, number one, and going to Belmont to the school where, I mean, so it was just a, it was just a, um, a hotbed of, of singers and songwriters and players. And yeah. even now the people I was just my classmates with are, you know, working at record labels and booking agents and, but we were just, but it was the, the, the great thing about it was I didn't really have to do a lot of the whole, the networking thing. Right. You know, and like if you if you come to Nashville when you're 24, 25, you kind of have to do that, you know, but it was kind of a blessing for me just to kind of go and go to this college and have a college experience. But it happened to be with people that were really like minded and and really talented and kind of going the same way that I was. So that was kind of my segue into Nashville and I guess how I got here in an abbreviated version. Hey, see, that is, yeah. that is a great, that was a lot of years packed into one. I think yeah, that was, I, yeah, that was, that was about, yeah, that was a good 15 years. That, that was a good so, yeah. change packed into one. I don't think I could do it. I'd ramble on forever. We'd be sitting here for an hour. Hey. Hear my entire life story. It'd be ridiculous. Hey, but well, I, I, got I, think, time. I think, well, there you go. I think Belmont's <laughs> cool because like personally, before I started kind of diving into this stuff a couple of years ago, I didn't really, I knew Belmont was a, was a, a college because you know like i've said many times on here like i have family that lives in the nashville area and 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 whatnot so you know i i know i i know that belmont's a college but that was about it i didn't know what belmont and you know i didn't know like everyone was was kind of shooting the same goal it's it's a melting pot for everyone that kind of wants to do the same thing in some kind of is and i you're you're exactly right and i i didn't know that at the time either you know that I, i that was really why i say it was a blessing because i I, I literally found it on a Google search. I, I had this moment where I'm like, I, I just turned down a record deal. I'm 18 years old. It was one of the hardest decisions I ever made, but it didn't feel right. And I had an attorney that was kind of giving me advice and said, Hey, you know, I, if I was you, I wouldn't get in bed with the first person that wants to sleep with you. So I turned down the deal and I Googled music business colleges and I found Belmont. And it was just because I, at the time I wasn't even, a you know, a, a country music fan or, or that really wasn't the sound of my music or obviously I knew that was where country music happened, but um, it was just kind of a, and, and I honestly, I applied to other colleges that were easier to get into and I got turned down, but some, by the grace of God, I got into Belmont. He just, he he knew. just wanted, he wanted me there. And, uh, and I can see why, honestly, I, I can easily see why it was, it was really uh, just awesome people. It's a great culture. Um, I dropped out after two years, but, um, your mom said two la- years. You li- That's what she said, and I and I, and I wasn't there counting it down or anything. <laughs> but but it got to two years, and I and it was kind of at that point I, I started studying music business, and then I was that was that path was about to lead me to accounting, and I was like I don't want to do accounting class, so I, I had switched to be an English major, which is what if I could go back and do it all again, I would just do that. And uh, but that path was about to lead to Spanish. And I was like, I already had a record out and I was just chomping at the bit, man, to get out there. And, and that's what I did. I just, I was, a lot of people have the Belmont story where they had this big break in the middle of school and Brad Paisley was one of those guys, other friends of mine that, you know, got a big gig and I didn't have that story. I was just, I was just impatient and, uh, and very focused, I guess. I really knew this is what I wanted to do. So I, I cut the crap and, and just got out there started getting lost. It was very, it was, it was definitely a hard way to do it, but no regrets. But I mean, you did it. And, 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 you know, yeah. I'm going to go out on a limb here, Steve. It's, it's worked out for you. So I think it's, it's worked okay. Out. I think it, it's okay. It, it has worked out, but it didn't, right. It, it took a while. So it, it was, it was hard in those, the hardest times were, um, you know, getting, 
when I'm two years out of school and all my friends are graduating and I still don't really have anything going. That was tough. Sure. You know, I mean, um, I like, I always say like, like, you know, the old saying goes like good thing come to those who wait. And in my opinion, those who work hard. So I think that, that I mean, like, you know, you take all that and and you jumble it all together and and it all worked out and it may not be the traditional, I'm going to go to college for four years. Then I'm going to go and, do this for the rest of my life. And it might be, I'm going to go to college for two years, kind of go up and down, up and down and uh, take a bunch of different paths. And it's all going to eventually lead to this one center. Yeah. It doesn't matter how yep. it happens, as long as it happens. Right. I mean, absolutely, man. So that, that's what, what I, what I, yeah, I, I agree. You know, and I, I guess kind of to boil all that down, I think something I, I, I guess one of the things I really live by is like, you know, pay attention to things that make you feel alive sure. and go, go do some more of that. You know, and, and, and I know that accounting wasn't doing it for me. So <laughs> I was well, I was starting to feel kind of dead. So I was like, I was like, I'm not doing this. I don't think accounting does so, that for a lot of people. No. Any consolation. And now and now I have a great account and I'm so thankful. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There you go. So thankful. It. Yeah. So I'm curious here because because we're we're similar in 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 I feel like now multiple ways than one, but this one particular sure. thing sticks out to me in the fact that you know, you said when you were 18 and moved to Belmont, like you had yeah. no plans to sing country music. You didn't probably didn't even have plans of writing country music. And, and no. I'm going to get to that in about two seconds. But I want to preface this uh, topic by saying, like, you know, you, you talked about how your high school was kind of a music school, which to like like you just said, like is not kind of the normal thing. Like most kids play sports and, and do other extracurriculars. And you have a couple of kids who play music and are good at it. But like for you it seemed like it was more than just like your band and like a few other. Yeah. There people. was, there was some other, there was some good garage bands. Yeah. And that's there awesome. A, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. what kind of music was circling around the school? Like what kind of music were you guys playing? Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I guess our stuff was kind of hard to define. I think, I think my, my heart, I was really being inspired by stuff like John Mayer and the counting crows and matchbox 20. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was kind of what I was feeling, but you know, like as a typical high school band, we I, I don't know I don't I don't know how uniform our sound was right the drummer the, the drummer was into like you know power pop emo stuff <laughs> and then and the guitar player like you know stained and uh, you know all these you know kind of left to center hard rock stuff yeah so the, I guess you were so, you were on the softest side of of the rest of them yeah I was. <laughs> I, but so so we had a sound you know we had a sound it was it was it was our own thing uh, a lot of the stuff a lot of the stuff at that time was kind of that emo you know dashboard confessional um I, I i never was like feel i've never really went too hard into that emo pop punk scene i had i had like one toe in it but my heart was really always for the more organic acoustic you know lyrically driven stuff um, and that was kind of what that was at, at that moment in time. And I, and I, I was, so that's kind of what I was going for. When you listen back, I don't know if you can hear it, but that's what I was going for. Well, yeah. I love it because it's just a bunch of, uh, it's a bunch of people who have totally different flavors of music that are all just coming into one. And you may not have been able to define the sound, but the important part is that there was a sound and there was a sound. We your own pain. <laughs> yeah. You guys made your own sound and that's the important part. Well, I think that's awesome. And like now, like now when you, when you, when you play music now and, and you know, if, if I never listened to you before in my life and I 
put a record on. I put on a Steve Moakley record now. And I said, okay, well, where are these influences? I'd probably pick a little bit of country music and I'd also pick a little bit of that stuff too. And I said, that's, that's the best part. Yeah. It's like, it's like, yeah. you, you welcome so many different, uh, uh, sounds and, and influences. Inf- yeah. That's where I'm looking forward airhead yeah. today but yeah Not i yet. um no like i love that and i think that's great and and it's, it's one of my favorite parts about about your music and just kind of oh, what thank you, you. going on because that's the stuff i grew up on right like when everyone was listening to like when everyone was was rocking out and you know how they always say like whatever people think you're listening to in your headphones is probably not what you're listening to. I feel like that uh-huh. was me. Like I was always the kid who walked around and, and everyone probably thought I was listening to like Eminem and Drake and Lil Wayne and whoever else 50 cent, but I was probably up there listening to John Mayer and, and uh-huh. Matchbox 20 and, and all those guys. So I think that's cool. And, and uh, you know, I just love it. I, I really do. I think that it's awesome. But so that leads me to yeah. this. That leads me to this. Yeah. And this is important is that when you move to Tennessee, and mm-hmm. you started discovering this country music, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's kind of what happened to me. Obviously, I still live in New Jersey. I haven't moved out of New Jersey. But mm-hmm. at some point around 17, 16, I decided decided and started to welcome country music and, and make it a part of my listening experiences. Mm-hmm. Why and, and who did you listen to at first where you said, like, this is kind of awesome. And like, I love writing this yeah. type of stuff. And like, this is kind of what the guys I grew up listening to are doing in some aspect in one way or another. So like, like who were who are those people for you where you're like, Oh, this is kind of cool. Cause I have. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, man, it was, it was coming from, from all different angles at me. I mean, I I guess a a couple were, you know, so there was a girl I was dating at the time, also a Belmont student. And she was, she was a country, you know, kind of in the Taylor Swift vein in the Taylor Swift era. So, so when I wasn't, when I was going out playing my shows for nobody, I'd come in back in town and I'd sit in with her at these writers rounds, yeah. which uh, I mean, I'm not, if, if your audience knows or not, it's, it's like a Nashville thing where, you know, three songwriters get on stools and, and they just kind of go down the line and tell a story and sing a song. And sometimes, you know, in Nashville, you can hear a whole night of hit, hit after yeah. hit after hit. So I kind of stumbled into some of those and, and, and heard these songs that were huge hits, you know, delivered from the songwriter. I remember hearing walk away Joe, um that you know it was, it was a big trisha yearwood song and don henley cut it as well but i mean i was i remember that was a moment i remember going holy crap like this you know this is incredible i mean it just c- cut straight to my heart in a way that nothing really nothing else really had um and, and so i had i had a bunch of those experiences of kind of hearing the the songwriter play these country songs and, and it kind of in a way that I understood more, you know, it just hit me as a guy with an acoustic guitar and trying to do something powerful with it. And then I just, I, I guess I got a taste of that craft of the storytelling. And, um, but then around the same time, um, you know, there was, it was Keith Urban, um, I think was like an early, I remember thinking like, this is actually awesome. Uh, I love it. You, yes, that song. I, yeah, that 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 early Keith Urban stuff. And then it wasn't long after um, a few years later, I discovered Eric Church. And that that was kind of like an atomic bomb in my life. It, it was me. like, yeah, it, it was kind of I feel like I was every the the soil of my ears was like perfectly. Uh, I don't know what I'm looking for. It was it was primed. <laughs> Yeah, it, it was just so when I when I heard Eric Church, um, sinners like me, I 
I, it just where, where I was going, where I was coming from, what was coming at me, it all just felt like it kind of intersected it with what he was doing. And, uh, I, I feel like I had an, ex, I felt I truly fell in love with music and songwriting all over again, like I had when I first started 10 years earlier. So I would say what John Mayer was to me in my teens, Eric church was to me in my twenties. So naturally in church's style and his voice, and his writing, it kind of leads you back further into country music, you know, where I so, so, so all of a sudden I, I had a new appreciation for Alan Jackson and for um, even someone like Willie Nelson and, yeah. you know, the, the kind of stuff you can really hear in, in church's music. Um, I, I had a palette for it. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's a, you can't, it's, 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 it's like, it's almost like, uh, you know, like anything else, like food or wine or whiskey, you kind of, there's something you may not like right away. You need to maybe have a couple things before you get to it. I, I don't, I, I don't think I could have really appreciated Alan Jackson or Willie Nelson had I not kind of been warmed up to it by Eric church. And, uh, but now I love all that stuff. And everything, um, everything you yeah. just said, everything you just said is things that I've been trying to say to explain my love for country music for years, but you just said it so much better than I'll ever say. It. So well, <laughs> well thanks. thanks for that. <laughs> Yeah. You know, what's crazy. And this is a, this is the God's honest truth. I promise you this is that when, so, so uh, Steve came to New York city uh, about what, two, three weeks ago, uh, something along yeah. those lines. Yeah, and about two so, weeks ago. So, so I was, I was at that show and, and I was sitting uh, with my, with my buddy drew uh, the, uh, the guy who tagged along with me and, and we were sitting there and you were playing and I looked at drew and I said, drew, and he goes, what? I go, I have a feeling Steve loves Eric church. And he goes, why? <laughs> yeah. And I go, cause I just, I, it's, it, it was, it was like, uh, especially when, when your band went in the back and you, you stood up there with your guitar, like I was just getting flashbacks of like all these old church videos I watched where it was just him sitting up there with his guitar, just playing the song and just like letting you feel like feel the words and hear the words. And I was just sitting there and I was like, like, this is exactly what I imagine. Like, this is just like, cause you, cause you can hear yeah. everything you're saying and everything you're singing, you can see it, you can visualize it. And mm. it was the way you were playing your guitar and the way you're delivering your song. And I was like, man, like, this is why I fell in love with country music writing is because of the things like that. And the way you were delivering oh, your songs cool. and, and singing your songs. I thought it was awesome. And I don't know when you were oh, just thanks, saying all man. that, I was like, well, I was right then. Sweet. Yeah. yeah you were right. And, and you can definitely, you know, you can definitely hear, uh, you know, you don't have to be uh uh, a rocket scientist. If you like Eric Church, you can you can hear he, he's really made his way into my own sound. And yeah, um, yeah, he's kind of one, one of the big three, I would say. You know, like I said, John Mayer, Eric Church, and then I'd have to say Bruce Springsteen is a huge one too. Well, Bruce Springsteen, my guy too. He's on, yeah. on my list. Us too. Jersey guys. Yeah, well, I'm telling you, I guess it's a rite of passage, right? I don't know. I yeah. feel like you, you gotta, or you, uh, or there's something wrong with you. I'm seeing him next year. Should be a great. Oh, time. awesome. Same yeah. April. yeah, it's going to be fun. I'm really, really excited. It's going to be one of those uh, bucket list shows for me. So I'm Heck hyped. Yeah. It's going to be great. Um, no, dude, that's sick. That, that is so awesome because like I said, you know, I, I, I always have the, uh, the experience when I talk to people and, when, you know, I feel like I, I was like a weird, like I wasn't super open about my love for country music. Like it's, it's not just a love, like it's honestly a passion and I can't sing and I can't play instruments, but, but I'm really passionate about this stuff and, and the writing and, and the, the deep dive of the songs. And so, so everything like that mm -hmm. is, is something I'm super passionate about. And it's always weird because, uh, 
you know, like ever since I started doing this, you, you have people that maybe I grew up with that I'm not that close with, or just like random friends saying like, why, like, where did this come from? Like, why do you, why do you love this so much? And I always try to explain that it's so much bigger than just the trucks and the beer and the, and the love story, right? Like it's so much more sure. than that. and you just have to figure it out and find what works for you because there's so much out there. So that's right. Um, exactly. I think the way you explained it was phenomenal. And, uh, well, thank you. That's the only way I know. That's I'm, I'm glad it resonates with you. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. I love it. So um, uh, I want to talk about, uh, there's a couple of things that I want to talk about before we approach this record of yours and, and, and kind of deep dive into that because uh, uh, I think it's worth, worth a lot of uh, our time here and, and I really want to talk about it, but um, you know, kind of uh, like you mentioned, like, you know, you put out some, some, you put out a record when you were in college, right? And, or, or when you were in high school, mm-hmm. high school was the first mm-hmm. one. So, so, you- uh, well, I, I, the, the first, the first record that you can, you can still find it. What was, it came out when I was in college, 2009. Yeah. Didn't you just put that one back up on streaming services? Didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So it was always on Apple. We took it off Spotify. Um, and then after a few years decided to put it back up. Yeah. So yeah. You put stuff out early. Like that is, that is an early age to put out a full it, it is. Yeah, it is. What is that process yeah. like learning, going through that? And like, this is what your one, two, three, Se- seventh six? album, okay. seventh album. Yeah. Like seven. So, so take, take those experiences that you had when you're putting out the first one and think about how much has changed and, and like how much have you learned from going from number one to now number seven? I mean, I, I it's hard to even begin, you know, where how much has changed. I, you know, I, it's, um, I guess one of the things that, I mean, I've changed. It's, it's, it's even you, if you, if you turn on that for, I'm interested to see how many people I know that what's really cool is that there's people that really love that first record that still yeah. listen to my music. I know I've lost a lot of people. I know. I, and I've gained a lot more, but, I, <laughs> uh, but, but, um, but there's, there's an overlap, you know, there's people yeah. that have kind of been through that whole journey with me. And that, that's really special. I, that's an amazing gift that, you know, my audience has given me to evolve. Um, and I, and sometimes, you know, I, you know, it's a blessing and a curse to, to start releasing music. So young, I wouldn't trade, you know, I wouldn't change anything about it. It's it's the way I've gone, but a lot of people don't put, you know, it's almost like like they develop in secret and secret and secret. Then all of a sudden they come out when they're fully realized with their first record, you know? And, And for me, I, you know, it's like a math equation, but I've, you, you can see all my work. You can see every, every time I, you know, crossed out a six, made it a five and tallied <laughs> the thing, you know, you can, you can see my whole evolution. It's all public record, you know? Right. So yeah. So the things that have inspired me have changed, like as, you know, as we were kind of just talking about, um, you know, my first record, I, I, I didn't, I wasn't a fan of country music. I hadn't, uh, I hadn't gotten there yet. It was, um, diff- I was inspired by different sounds and, I had, I had completely different th- problems and, and great things going on in my life. You know, I was, uh, it was all, it was it's super emotional. That first record is, is all emotional, yeah. looking for love, looking to find myself kind of stuff. Cause I was 19 years old. And then, you know, I, I if, if I've done anything throughout my records, it's, 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 I've always shared what's going on in my life. You know, my, my stuff is very autobiographical. Um, so you can really, you know, it's, it's all kind of there. And I think that some of the people that's been cool, they've really grown up with me. So, so people that are, when they turn on my first 
first record, it takes them back to their college years. Yeah. And now if they turn on my latest record, they're hearing a song about becoming a dad and having kids. And, right. and they go, that's where I'm right there. And you so found the love. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's the coolest thing about, and I'm, and it's really starting to come full circle right now is like on this record is because I've gone through some really life defining moments. And, um, and when I'm talking to people after the shows and they tell me their story, their life was just like, they were going through the same stuff with me, you know, and, and even now um, it's, that's, that's really the great reward. I think for uh, always kind of putting my life on record and, and for starting so early. Yeah. And I, I love it because it's like a footprint, right? It, it's like right. the footprint of your life. And, and like, like you said, like you can kind of go back and, and see where you started and you could probably pinpoint exactly if, if, if there's, if there's someone listening right now that has been listening to music since that first record, and I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and tell you that I have, cause that's not the case. Yeah, sure. But, that's okay. But if you have, then you have basically, they've walked through their life with you, which makes every time you release more music that much more important because yeah. it's like, yeah. it's like, man, like I've been, I've been traveling with this guy from the beginning and just to be able to see him go from, you know, the guy looking for love and the college student and the dude who doesn't really have it all figured out to the guy who has a family and his dad and, you know, has it all yeah. figured out to the most part. Well, right? I definitely well, have it all figured out, but up into I've this made, point, I've made, I've made some big decisions. To yeah. Say that. yeah. yeah. You, you've made enough <laughs> decisions to have, have it kind of figured out. Um, yeah. But, but like that much as, as a fan, that's gotta be awesome. The fact that you give your fans that, that um, you know, that you give them that, that, whatever word I'm looking that, for. That insight. That, there that you go. Shared, that's yeah, the word I'm looking yeah. for is, is, yeah. is cool. And, and that's why people, you know, it's one thing to be like a fan of a song and then it's one thing to be passionate about an artist. And, you know, yeah. you and I all have those artists that like, we'll never, you know, say one bad thing about her, or you always give sure. everything they put out a chance because you just love them as an artist. And that's kind of my yeah. goal here, right. Is to connect with the artist more than just the song, because although we want to sit here and talk about your songs for a half hour, 40 minutes or so, like, you know, I'm hoping that someone's listening to this, that, you know, maybe they're not even a country music fan until they turn this on. They just want to get to know a new person. They say, Hey, you know, this guy seems awesome. He seems genuine. He seems like a cool dude. He seems like a guy who, who loves life and loves what he does. I'm going to go check out his music and then boom, you get into Yeah. It. So well, I, um, I appreciate that. That's awesome. Love you know, that heart. That, that's 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 what I think is important for me, and and I love that you're able to give your fans that that footprint to uh, kind of walk through life with you, and I think that that's mm -hmm. uh, that's really important. Now, I want to say is that you know we we were talking about how I'm not lying when I'm telling you I didn't listen to that first record when it first came out, but I will tell you this, and you did say this. You said there are people that listen to that first record and say, hey, like I remember when I was in college when I listened to that. Now I remember when I was in college exactly where actually, no, I was in high school and I was exact. I remember exactly where I was for the first time listening to suitcase, which I'm sure wow. people talk about all the time, but I remember exactly where I was. And I'm going to shout my friend Drew out here. Cause this is where most of our stories come from. But Drew used to drive a 2001 Ford escape with a dent in the front, uh, in the front bumper. And we used to take it everywhere. It was uh -huh. the, it was like the soundtrack of our summer. We take it everywhere. And we would listen to that song all the time. The first time I heard that song was in his passenger seat and he listened to it uh -huh. with me. And that song means a lot. So wow, I just think cool. that's so cool that, that, you know, we can talk about it a little bit and, you know, kind of break it down. Cause that was kind of your, your first big, like, 
whoa, like this is huge. Oh, I'm and, absolutely. And yeah. you've written songs for for awesome people. You've written songs for Drugs Family, Jayco, and you know, like you've written songs for for incredible artists and, and incredible songs. But this was your first, like, hey, like I have 15 million streams attached to my name, Steve Mokler. You know what I mean? Like that's crazy. Yeah, it was it was a wild moment. That that whole song and. You know, something that there, there's a lot of things unique about that song and one that surprises people. Um, and you may not even know this, but I, I, I actually didn't write that song. That's the only song I've ever put out that I didn't write. And I didn't cut it because I was thinking this one's going to be a hit. That's not why I cut it at all. It was it was simply I I was I was touring with, you know, I, I do this thing called the Hometowns and Campgrounds Tour. Yeah. Uh, and it's, I travel with at the time it was just me and my wife. Now we bring our kids. But, you know, we were pulling a 1972 Winnebago camper around the country, playing backyards and farms. And, you know, I write songs at this company called Creative Nation. that I love and I, I was new there at the time. Now I've been there for, I think, eight years and um just amazing artists, writers um, that I'm a, I'm a huge fan of. And I, I love hearing the songs that my, that they're writing. So I, 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 I just asked uh, my publisher, I was like, hey, can you just make me a mix CD of your favorite songs that haven't been cut? Because I, I just want to hear, I, I, re- I was not at all like I'm looking for songs. I don't look for songs. I'm, I'm a singer and songwriter. You don't need to look for them. They're in your I head. don't look for them. I, yeah, that's right. I, I'm always right. I write them. So I, but I, uh, you know, you were talking about how that song was kind of a soundtrack for you. And it was honestly, man, it's the same thing for me. We were on this tour and I, we just kept going back to that song and it just kind of became one of those songs that defined this amazing life experience I was having. And, you know, next thing I know, I'm, I'm, I'm picking up my guitar to sound check every night and I'm playing that song and I loved it. I loved singing it. And, um, and then it got time to make the record. And I and I asked, you know, Luke Laird and Barry Dean, who are at my company, and Thomas Rhett. He does not at my company, but he was a writer on that song. And he actually wasn't even the one singing the demo. It was Barry Dean singing the demo that I loved. And, and you know, Thomas didn't cut it. And I just said, hey, would you all be cool if I cut this song? And they're like, sure. Yeah, I mean, it's been sitting around for a while. Like, Go ahead. So we, we produced it and did, did it up. And it just, it was just it just had something, you know, it, it was, it, it was completely organic. Like we did, we, we, it, the highway picked it up and that's really what really gave the song a life um, in a big way. It was a hit on there. And that kind of got me the opportunity to go play the Grand Ole Opry and um, you know, just a lot of big firsts, a re- couple arena shows with Tim and Faith and some tour, a, a weekend out with Willie Nelson and the list goes on, but it, it, it was just, I, it was just, it just was, it just had, had that mojo, man. It's wild. Uh, wow. Yeah. That's crazy. I th- And I think about it. Right. And it's like, everyone always says like, there, there are songs that I just, and I, and I'm, I'm a believer in this too, because like you can write as many songs, like you say, like you, you write songs all the time. You only write songs and, and, and those are the songs you cut, but for some reason, this one spoke to you. And I feel like that, mm-hmm. that people have those, that that's a, it's a common thing. And did you feel like, you know, like, you had, you kept hearing the song, you kept listening to the song. Did you just kind of start getting that feeling? Like, why am I just like, why does the song keep coming on? Why do I keep thinking about it? Like, did you know that at some point, like, man, like maybe this could be mine. Like at what point did you, you think know, about it and go, geez, it, this could be great. I guess it was just, like I said, it was kind of just the sound checks I was doing. I, I got, I was just sitting there, my camper behind me and I was just playing the song and singing it. And I kind of thought, man, this sounds good. 
(laughs) And it feels good. And it feels like a song that I would have written. You know what I mean? It wasn't, not not because I'm that great or just the style (laughs) of it. It just felt natural. Yeah. That's all I can say. It, it, it felt like my lens on life, yeah. that song. And I think, I think, and I think that's really what a, what an artist, you know, so many great artists that don't rec- write any of their songs, you know, like George Strait, Tim McGraw. I mean, so many great communicators, but what they all kind of have in common, I, what makes them great is they kind of have this lens on life. Kenny Chesney too, you know? Yeah. And I guess I was kind of in this stage of going, this is kind of my lens on life. And, oh. and, and when I look back at, you know, songs I'd written and recorded before that and after, that's kind of a theme in my music. Um, and it just kind of, so I think when that kind of lines up and it's genuine and it happens to be a, you know, a really good song, it, so, you know, something, something happens, man. I, I don't know. That was a, it just a, a blessing. That whole life's moment, a crazy thing, right? It just kind of happened. It just took off, man. Yeah, and uh, and I just try to keep, and I just try to keep up with it. So it hey. definitely took me on a fun ride. Hey, there's nothing that keeps you in good shape to keep up with it, huh? You got to run after it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I, I um, I, I think that's awesome. And and like I said, that that song, uh, you know, meant a lot to me, especially as I was kind of, you know, dipping into country music and 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 you know, finding those songs that work for me and those and those artists that that I enjoyed listening to. Um, and I know that there's a lot of people out there that that also love that song, and 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 yeah. I've done a lot for them too. So it's really cool to kind of have that that moment to hear that you that it just kind of happened and you know there wasn't just, any, there was there wasn't anything behind it where you said like oh no this is it. it just happened so it just um, happened yeah i think that that's awesome and that, that's that's cool and i mean not to mention it going on tour in, in an airstream in the winnebago like that's mm-hmm. that's sick that's got to be fun it, right it, it's it's so fun man yeah. I, I i love it and you know that again that was kind of another what it just happened i didn't move i never moved to nashville going you know what i'm gonna do <laughs> i'm gonna get it i'm gonna tour in an airstream and play backyards and farms good thing because then your mom wouldn't have let never you go th- yeah yeah exactly i never thought i didn't grow up camping or anything <laughs> it was just it was it was a it was a vision that came through my head one morning man i was praying i was like well, how am i gonna do this and i just saw it in my head and even then we're like maybe we'll do this for two weeks and here we are <laughs> almost 10 years later it's become have, a have you a, spruced a, a up the winnebago thing. since so, so we, we only did the Winnebago that one time. Okay. And then we, and then we, um, we rented another one and then we rented an Airstream for a while. This last, this would be our second year touring in our own Airstream that we own. Um, once we had the kids, you know, we're like, we got, we got to have our own rig. We, we need a little crib set up. We need to go a little slower. So <laughs> re- pay, paying a rental fee doesn't make sense. So we're going to have to double down and just get our own. Coming out of the, uh, they the love Airstream. it. They love it, man. They love it's a, it's a dream as a kid. You you yeah. know you're you're tra- you're sleeping in this really cool little thing. You're right next to your brother. Your parents are ten feet away. You wake up in a different place and you go on a playground and ride your bike down a gravel road first thing in the morning. And then you get there and, and you go to a show and everybody's excited to see you and wants to give you you know little presents and trinkets and yeah. things they think you'll like because they're excited you're there. They, there's there's and they get a cute babysitter every night. That's I mean, they're, they're, they're living more of a rock and roll life than I ever did. They, they, yeah, they, they really are. You're, yeah. you're living vicariously through your kids. That's I know. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's what's going on. But you know what the coolest thing is, is like, you yeah. know, in, in 10 years, they're going to look back and say, 
Like, remember what I used to do? Like, this is what they're going to tell. Like, this is what I used to do. Like, this is awesome. And like, that's probably, so. the yeah. one thing that I, that's the thing that I think is probably the coolest is like, when I see you travel in this country, in this, in this airstream, like with your family, the one thing I think about is like, man, like, I remember all those cool things that I did with my dad and my brother when, when we were kids. Right. And like, that's what they're going to get to say about doing what they're doing. So I think that's awesome. Yeah, I think that, that's that is fun. cool. It's got to be cool. I mean, like at the end of the day, that, that's, that's, that's sweet. Not every kid gets to do that. So that's, yeah. uh, that's pretty cool. Um, let's dive into this record here because I, and this might be a hot take. I, I don't think it is, but maybe it is. I don't know. But personally, uh, I've listened to this thing probably hundreds of times already. I've listened to it this morning. While I, working. I swear to God, wow. to one to 10, the entire thing. All the way, I promise you, and I'm not lying because I listened to it this morning, and I listened to it on my way home today, and I just I really like it. I think it's phenomenal, and it's probably my favorite out of everything you've done, and that's my personal wow. opinion. And maybe people say, it, maybe they don't, but that's what I think. And, well, that means a lot, and I like wow. it a lot, and I just want to talk about it and and dive into it a little bit and talk mm-hmm. about some of these songs and and you know, the title tracks make a little room, the records called make a little room, and you know there's a ton of songs on here, and it's funny because like you know you have songs like start a band that go back to you know like like we we're all talking about you starting band yeah kind of that that picture right but then you also have a song like northerner which you know i told you is like one of my favorites because you know i think about it and i'm like man like this song's kind of kind of where i am like in terms yeah of totally how I feel, man how i feel about life and how i feel about music and it's, it's it's really refreshing to have a guy like you that has done so well in this industry and and you know is 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 living the country music dream and came from Pittsburgh. Right. So like, yeah. there's, 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 there's things like that, that I love about this, about this record. And I just kind of want to talk about it and, and, you know, why these 10 songs and how important this project can to you. Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you so much. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's really for somebody who already was listening to my music, like to, I, it's really hard to beat that first impression yeah. with people. That's just human nature, you know, I'm the sure. same way. So it, it, it holds extra weight to know that you, you, you like it that much. I, I really appreciate it. And, um, you know, it, it was, it was, a, it was born in the, uh, really much a product of the pandemic where, uh, it was kind of forced this slowdown that we all went through and the timing for me, I, th- I think a couple of things kind of accelerated that, um, you know, because I, my wife was pregnant with our second kid and we moved out of the city, moved. So we moved in this new house outside of the city, like the opposite side of town, a completely different culture than we had been in um, where, you know, we're around like grass and trees and all this space. And, and she's pregnant and we're unpacking and like, like I'm feeling life change. I'm feeling and I'm, and I'm seeing my world's opening up and I can't go anywhere. And all I can do is think about, what do I want this next chapter to be about? Yeah. And what have I learned so far and what matters, what doesn't. And that was all kind of, and I had time to, to ponder all that stuff, you know, and explore that uh, rather than running so fast and just doing the next thing. It was kind of a chance to just reflect, reflect on all that. So I, it was the records. It's got a lot of reflection reflections, like start a band is, is it's, it's really about looking back. how did I get here? And what does it mean to me? And, um, even there's really an, a dad element to that song to me. Cause people said, I know I said this at the show, but that was kind of the, I, I think that title came to my mind when people were asking me like, Oh, do your kid, are you boys into music? Are they playing guitar? Which is a natural thing to ask a musician, you know, but it kind of made me think of like, what if they were to start a band? 
like, how would I feel about that? And that, so that was my chance to kind of unpack that. And um, there's a song about moving called pack it up uh, right. a song. It's about moving. It's about growing up. It's about, you know, and you being you is about becoming a dad. And um, So it's, it's, it's all kind of in there, man. It's, it's just, but really the overarching theme is really just kind of wanting to have a life that has a little more space in it, a little more uh, intention and a little more, uh, you know, I guess just more of the ordinary small things that we, we overlook and take for granted. It kind of seems like it's like a biography of your life. Like that's kind of what it seems like, right. From just yeah. listening to the whole thing. And, and I mean, like you even have like Tennessee girls on there, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's, you know, like I feel like when you listen to it, like, and, 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 you know, I know that there's a lot of people that listen to this, that, that feel the same way. And that's why they listen to this. And also just my girlfriend, listening because she feels like she has to but um <laughs> i feel like there's a lot of people that listen because it's like it's not necessarily about like for a lot of us these days like we're listening to music to kind of feel a certain thing and to see this picture painted in our heads about what we're listening to and not just listening to it like actually hearing what you're saying so right. um, like what i think i like is that you know i can paint that picture and i can say that this is where steve was here and this is where I kind of think he might be, but also like, it's, it's up for a little bit of interpretation. Right. Cause like yeah. start a band, like if, you, if, if, you know, like you said, like start a band's kind of like that message to your kids about like, how, how would you feel if they started a band, but also like, you could be like, Hey, maybe this is how Steve felt when he wanted to start a band. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, and it's, all interpretation. it's all true. So, yeah. Um, that's what I think I love about it is that, is that you can listen to it and take it any which way and not necessarily pigeonholed a lot of these songs which i think is 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 kind of cool and i i really enjoy about it yeah well thank you i i do i definitely want want to i don't like to fill in fill it all in right i i I just when i say that it's really more i i know where the inspiration comes from but i always hope that it inspires somebody else in their own you know their own journey wherever they're going you know i I hope i hope someone here start a band and goes i need to launch a company that's what I hope happened. I, you know, I, I, whatever your metaphorical band is, you know, That's maybe right. it is a band, maybe it's, or maybe it's a, you know, a hot dog stand, whatever yeah. it is, do, do the thing, you know, that if you start you, three hot dog alive. stands, if, if you start three hot dog stands, that's three dudes or, or three people who are, who are joining together to create a successful hot dog band or stand, which in my opinion is a successful band. So yeah, yeah. a lot of stands and bands and hot dogs, but there it is. There it hey. is. So, um, listen, man, I think it's fantastic. And, and I hope if you're listening right now and, and you haven't listened to it yet, I encourage you to, to, to go listen to it and not to just go ahead and search Steve up and, and pick a song, just, just start at one, go to 10. And then when you're done, pick your favorite song and that's okay. But, but <laughs> spend, spend the 33 minutes, right. And, and listen to the songs. So, um, you know, I encourage anyone who, who hasn't done that to, to go ahead and, and to do that, because I think that you come back and have a whole different view on, on how you picture and listen and hear music. So, um, well, that's thank my you, opinion, Kyle, but that's I appreciate opinion, it. You know, see, we do, we, we do make it to be start to finish. I, I really do. I'm, I'm, I'm one of the, the, you know, the few artists that still thinks that way is old fashioned and archaic as it sounds. I really put it all together and take a lot of time to make it a, a great listening experience. And it doesn't get any better than that. I'm telling yeah. you that it doesn't get any better yeah. than that, in my opinion, from a guy, album guy, from a guy who's got 
tons of vinyl and is listens to track one to track whatever you know that's that's refreshing and that's how you that's how some you know that's what you want sometimes right like that's most of the time that's what i want but um you know i think it's phenomenal so so if you're listening now please go give it a stream and go give it 100 streams and you know 100 more after that so steve dude thanks for coming hang out with me today i appreciate it uh it means a whole lot and you know i'm you know if nothing else i'm just a a a big old fan of yours and and i'm going to continue to be that way and 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 share your stuff to the world because i think you're fantastic you're a great dude Uh, it was a pleasure to get to see you in new york and uh and say hello to you there for a minute and uh uh you know, I hope you come back so I can see you again. So, oh, I'll definitely be back. Okay. And I appreciate you, Kyle. I love what you're doing here. And, um, and thank you so much for all the kind words and for taking time to help me tell my story today. Hey, it means the world to me. So, uh, you know, anytime you want to come back, come hang out. So, uh, I'll, right. I'll never say no to that. I promise everybody you can go and, uh, listen to, uh, Steve's new record, make a little room, which is out everywhere. Now, wherever you stream music, uh, Apple music, Spotify, you know, wherever you listen to it, uh, it's there, Steve, what, what's your Instagram handle? Where they, where can they come find you and, and follow along? Yeah. And go out to these I'm, shows. I'm just, I'm just at Steve Mokler, M O A K L E R. That's what it is everywhere. Yeah. There you go. So, yeah. And you can find his tour schedule there and, and, and wherever else. And if he's yeah. sitting near you, yeah. uh, go catch a show. Cause uh, this guy kicks ass. And uh, you know, if you don't take my word for it, take his word for it. Cause uh, he does. So <laughs> this is another episode of the remember country music podcast, remember to rate, subscribe, give us five stars. You love the episode and follow us on Instagram at RCM underscore podcast. New episodes come out every Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google podcasts. It's there. Uh, like I said, uh, this is another episode of the RCM podcast. Um, we'll see you next week. I'm Kyle. That's Steve. Bye-bye now.